Hello, Brisbane. for sports as Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Ashburn? Like at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. We should record the show, Remy. Good call. <laughs> you are, you like a burger? Now, this, Remy, is, this is actually a Ben's burger because uh, Remy's is too far away. But so, so so sad to hear about your friend getting fucked to death. Yeah, I, I got no more reports from the coroner, but he was fucked to death by Jonathan Thurston. Well, yeah. uh, ha- that happened to the Broncos in 2015. <laughs> yeah. uh, love sport. So, Remy, Remy um, obviously very exciting for you to be co-hosting tonight. Uh, how did you respond to the allegations that nobody ever wanted you back on the show again and that doing characters on the show was a fucking waste of time? Allegations that people in this room probably made and we don't forget. Let, let me say this. Let me say this. In, in a voice that I'm struggling to remember and it's, and it's becoming more racist by the second. Mm-hmm. You know... In this world, there are, two th- there, there are three things in my life. There are beautiful, beautiful buns. There is, there, is, there, is, there is sweet, juicy patties. Big fan of the patty. N- not the name, the food. And also, beautiful, sweet tomato ketchup sauce. Yeah. Fuck you, what are you like, Remy? He's a good guy. Yeah. Don't know why we got Remy back on the show. It's, um, it's not really clear what's funny about him. Uh, so, Remy, but I did want to ask you, we, uh, we did a burger episode uh, a couple of while, uh, a little while ago in one of our 99 episodes, uh, but we Man. didn't rank Remy's number one. We ranked Ben's Burgers number one, which happens to be in Fortitude Valley, which we're unpacking today. So, Remy, how did you feel when we shunned you? Let me say this. The did best you... burger in Brisbane is Subway. Uh, Okay. It is long. It is a burger, but stretched out like on uh, Microsoft Paint. Very good burger. I like of the subway. That's now, easy. cost of living very high at the moment. Give it up for cost of living. Mm. Mm. How about that inflation? So I mean, today one one lucky person from Remy get free burger. Who who would like this man's? You seem to be wearing a blazer. What? Mm. I know it's a jumper. He seems so. Why are you wearing a jumper? It's like April, bro. <laughs> I do. I do like that. He's like the brave kid at a primary school dance who's coming forward on the dance floor. I was like, oh. yeah. but not so brave now. He took a step back. I mean, come on. I would kiss you if I was still a teacher, but I got banned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what's your name? Will. Remy. You can have the banner. Hey, give it up for. Oh, gross. Oh. Gross. Uh, Remy, one final question. Oh, are you um, sure? Because I think this co-hosting experiment's a bit of a drag. Uh, we're unpacking Fortitude Valley tonight, where we're very lucky to be right now. What's your favourite club, Remy? When you hit the dance floor and you look at people as, as if they're burgers, what do you see? My favourite club is Club Penguin, because no one, no one knows how old you are based on the animated photograph. Mm. Thank you, Remy. And uh, do you have any final words? He's also a pedophile now. <laughs> <laughs> we, 
Ooh. Improv, am I right? He was he was a burger right, guy. I, I gotta go. I gotta go. Put uh, I gotta go. Put ecstasy and some patties. But you guys have a great night. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 100th episode of Unpacking Brisbane. Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. Uh. Minister for Sports says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Nashville? Like at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. Today we are unpacking Fortitude Valley for episode 100. Here at the bright side. And Can we you... made a Google Doc. Yeah, we, we researched, we researched. If anyone's wandered in from their date at Holy Moly next door, sorry. I, uh, I, love, I love awkward first dates playing putt-putt. That's a cool, relaxed game. It's good for swingers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, obviously, guys, there's been a lot going on in the world that's uh, not about the valley. Uh, as comedians on stage, we're pretty threatened right now. There was an event on Monday. Yeah, folks, and I want to be clear, as per Unpacking Brisbane policy, if, if at any point in the show you don't like a joke that I make, please do come on stage and slap Joe in the face. Uh, we have, we're happy to do it. We know Adrian Schrinner is here. He has, uh, he has warned us to... Yeah, 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 Adrian Schrinner, whose kids have fucking ridiculous names. Wolfgang? I mean, come on. And, uh, keep my son's name out your fucking mouth! Okay, so you can do Adrian. that at any time that you would like. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a couple of cables, so you might trip. It's not like Will Smith getting just like an absolute free pass to the end zone. But uh, uh, everyone, thanks for standing up for the podcast show. I got to say, I probably wouldn't. But uh, I, would, I would have gotten here earlier and taken a seat like these very clever people up the back. But... But these are the true believers down here. I love standing. And in, and in, a, and in a phrase I don't get to say that often, uh, great day to be paraplegic. So, mm. The only other day you say that is when Dylan Alcott wins his 12th gold medal. I mean, Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, so good. folks, <laughs> strap in. Uh, we are very, yeah, have a seat if you want. Um, uh, we take, are very, very excited. Obviously, 100 episodes doesn't happen that often um, for us, so this mm. is a, a huge event. And ge before we before we unpack it, a genuine thank you for being yeah. here. It does mean all the world. Uh, and last thing about the setup, if you find something really funny or really relatable, I think start moshing. You know, don't stand still the whole. Be like, be like, oh, my friends and I think that all the time, but they said that too. Yeah, let's just fucking jump, go. Let's yeah. jump around a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, folks, you might know if you've listened to the show before that uh, we like to start with a segment where we go a little bit into the history of a certain suburb. So we might wig out. Wikipedia, wig out. Uh, Henry, as is tradition. We'll get you to guess the population of the valley, but first I want to hear some guesses from the crowd. What do we think the population of Fortitude Valley is? Uh, too many, I like it. 10,000, too much. Zero, no. 24th, our biggest suburb it's in Brisbane. It's not a bloody a auction like guy in the blue shirt. Now, we've got 24, do we hear 50? Hup 50, hup 50. Uh, Henry, have you got a guess? 
I do. I'm going to say the population of Fortitude Valley, keeping in mind that it's a place a lot of people come to and in, but not usually (laughs) where they live. I'm going to say... 2,600. Mm, he's, he's so off. Boo him. Boo. Keep the population out your fucking mouth. <laughs> uh, I love the answer. It's 6,978, which, which for those playing along at home is 6,900. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the sex number. Yeah. That can't be the truth. I no, reckon, it is. I reckon no one sex addict Adrian Schrinner <laughs> saw that it was like 7,000 and was like, let's just... Let's evict 22 let's just people. Get a, let's yeah. just get a, rid of a few yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Joe, would you like to share the etymology of yeah. why we call it... Because it wasn't always just the valley. It is Fortitude Valley. Yeah, and we're about yeah. to learn why. So Scottish immigrants uh, from the ship Fortitude... Who booed? <laughs> who's like, oh... Oh, oh, Margaret Thatcher's here tonight. <laughs> oh, William Wallace in the crowd. How good. Uh, Scottish immigrants from the ship Fortitude arrived in Brisbane in 1849, enticed by the promise of free land grants. They were denied the land. We, uh, we love to treat immigrants well in this country. Uh, very woke. I'm, I'm, glad, yeah, I'm glad we put that behind us. So it's, inter- it's interesting that you note, Joe, that they're denied the land. Yeah. But then they name the suburb. Yeah, so they set up camp in Waterholes in Victoria Park, which sounds disgusting. There are parts of Brisbane that aren't fucking Waterholes, but anyway. Um, but a number of the immigrants moved on and settled the suburb, naming after it, uh, after the ship on which they arrived, which led to me coming up with this very clever analogy, and bear with me. It's like being enticed to a club by the promise of free drink tokens from your friend who is a promoter, being denied the free drinks... And then starting a whole new club and calling it the name of your Uber driver to the valley. Now you like, how do you go dance at Darren? Mm, That'd be fun. That's a safe choice of Uber driver name, Henry. That's a Darren and no other examples. (laughs) (laughs) No other examples. But I do like that the valley has Scottish immigrants because I feel like Scots. Uh, you can be racist about them, it's fine. I feel like they drink, they drink a lot, right? You were on exchange in school and they drink like fucking fish. Yes. And they drink fish a lot of the time, <laughs> which is also weird. Disgusting culture. Out so of it's, the bowl. It's very fitting that our big nightlife area was founded by Scottish immigrants. But uh, yeah, well, it is, yeah, as you pointed out, they were denied the land and uh, that was back in the 1800s and they were treated very badly, those immigrants, which is yep. something I'm glad this country's put behind us. Um, but that's why, that's why it's called Fortitude. Henry, you've got some more history. Better. I have. Can you imagine standing up for a history lesson? It's like oh. the worst lecture at uni you've ever seen. And Except for the people sitting down cross-legged like it's year three assembly. I love that. Mm. I love that. We'll do the student of the week very soon. Mm. Guys, the MS Readathon is coming up. Uh, and Father Patrick can't be here today. He's in court. <laughs> um, <laughs> in 1891, year Ooh. of our Lord, it saw the train line extended from the Brisbane Central District into Fortitude Valley. And here comes one of the main characters of our wig out, Thomas Byrne. 
He opened a business on Brunswick Street. Now, his business thrived, and after extension, he decided, I've started a pretty good business here, I deserve a break. So he travelled to England in 1896. Now, he left his manager of two years, James McWhirter. McWhirter, also important. Yeah. That comes back. So, he's, so James McWhirter, he's the manager, he's left in charge. Now, soon after his return, McWhirter, getting a real taste for being in charge, established a competing drapery business and I, I just opposite s- Burns. So they're, they're terrible rivals. Just want to hold you up there, Henry. I can't imagine a more boring rivalry than competing drapery businesses. I partly don't know what that is, but... I believe in the industry they're called drapists. Well, um, that... Well, that's the thing. A complete aside, which this show is known for, my music teacher in primary school was called Mr. Draper. And yeah, 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 we got... We and got he's here li- tonight! <laughs> Just out of Wacol. Uh, we needed a bassist. Mr. Draper ran the Wildcats, which was sort of a bit of a scene that I didn't get into. But I just think it's beautiful that you gave... Year one to seven primary school children, a name that was one letter removed from Raper, yeah. and you thought you were going to get away with it. So it's like, and here's your principal, <laughs> Rickhead Other Ucker. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, so basically, uh, Byrne gets back from England and he's like, great, I'm looking forward to resuming my business. Bink Werther leaves him and then goes and starts his own business across the road, and their rivalry turned the valley into a hub of commerce from the late 1890s. Now, folks, let's stop fucking around. Make some noise if you're on Team Burn. Okay, look, Team McWhirter. Whoa, whoa. He's a traitor. He's an actual traitor. We got some wordies in the house. We got some McWhirties. Now, Byrne Byrne actually got left by McWhirter, who was his manager, and we made the point it was very lucky that this didn't happen at Grilled, otherwise there'd be 38 other businesses opened across the road. Because everyone's a bloody manager, am I right? Mm. Grilled content. It worked on TikTok. Um, It did, it did. Batman Burger. Look us up. Henry's making viral TikToks because his girlfriend likes the app. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about that after the show. Um... (laughs) Yeah. But, but yes, yeah, so I burn and uh, McWhirter, As you, if you walk down the mall later tonight when we're all shit-faced, uh, it, we will be able to see the TC Burn Mall and also McWhirter's over there as well. Wait, I, which yeah. I did want to say, Henry, I don't know what his first name is, but I wonder if he was the original TC. Like, he was the first guy to wear Vans and those three-quarter-length long-sleeve shirts. Oh, Very yeah. cool in your right? Oh, yeah, his name is James. He just had solly slippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was the first guy to get a UDL in year 10, and they're like, what a massive TC. I love that. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's a very cool story, and I wonder when we're going to get a terrible ABC iView series about it. Uh, Joe, you want to talk about a place where some people here might have been, which, for reasons we'll divulge, is very close to Joe and I's heart. Yeah. Uh, so, the Fortitude Valley Wikipedia page, obviously there's a lot of clubs in the valley. It only mentions one, birdies. Birdies. Birdies, commonly referred to as the bird in advertising. Has anyone heard it called the bird? I was going to argue the bird is what you might have called the flying cock. Isn't it? Didn't they recently start a Sunday session and they call it Sundays at the bird? And that's something that... I think everyone here is a bit too old. I I think everyone's a bit old for that. (laughs) I feel those kids are at birdies right now. Anyway, yeah, yeah you're, not, you're not at a fucking got podcast. That um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so they say, uh, commonly referred to as the bird in advertising, bullshit. Uh, it's an entertainment venue catering to students and backpackers, kind of true. But then they just say it's a Brisbane native 
whose electronic house tracks are widely popular in the local area. Like, like Birdies is its own genre of music. Like, oh, hey man, can you turn off the tropical house and put on some Birdies? I wanna, I wanna have 10 uh, Red Bull and vodka spilt on my foot. I, I love that. Also, Wikipedia, that's fucking bullshit because the only thing I've ever heard played there is like DJ Khaled. Yeah, like, I agree. That's, I, I don't it's believe they crap. ever play electronic house. Uh, but, but Birdies is close to our heart. I think we went there on my 18th. I actually turned 18 in the line at oh, Birdies. Beautiful. I was, I was. Yeah. Hey, a quick, quick yellow support. Who else, like, let's say within a week of turning 18, was at Birdies? Yeah, yeah. It's funny in hindsight because it's a horrible place to be. But it was a bit. It was a bit. <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. You can't. Yeah, no, you, literally, you can't walk. It's like quicksand. You can't. Yeah, yeah. It's like Ron. You have to relax <laughs> when you're on the floor at Birdies. Um, but folks. If you have too big of a night at birdies and you write yourself off, you sometimes need help and it's good to go to the valley with friends, but often they, you know, go off to do other things and leave you alone. And that's when the chaplain service comes into play. Now, yeah, we have let one. Me hear, let me hear some That's love. actually the chaplain who legally we had to have here tonight. <laughs> we have this many suspiciously just turned 18 terrace guys in the room. We had to get a chaplain. <laughs> and we love all of them. And as promised with your ticket, one of you, if not two of you, might lose your virginity tonight. Yeah. Terrace! Um, a cha- <laughs> but a chaplain's service, the Wikipedia divulges, also operates where some people might be suffering the effects of SX excess drugs or alcohol and need some care and attention in a safe place, quote, rather than on a bench or footpath. Hmm. The combination of these services have reputedly assisted in reducing the incidence of fights, disputes and arrests, especially between the hours of midnight and 5am on weekends. Now, folks, I don't know. I think that's a pretty rose-tinted interpretation of the chaplains. I I don't see them being that helpful ever in the times that I've been out and about in the valley. Like, I I hate to throw this bomb in there, Henry. I think my mum might be a chaplain. Or Nadine... Or are you just a big supporter of the chaplains? Okay, that makes sense. I, I, much like Henry's broken thing, I once broke my wrist in the valley and as I jumped over this fence and broke my wrist, my parents walked down the Brunswick Street Mall in a tuxedo and a really nice dress and I thought I'd been spiked. And it was, it was like, a nice dress, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> ah! She looked great in it, Dad. Um... Which, but they, it turns out they were leaving the Chaplain Watch Ball, which is like the annual fundraiser, which I thought was a very like Bruce and Martha Wayne thing to be attending. Like I sort of had to look round for a guy with a gun being like, give me your necklace. Topical reference. Yeah, topical little, to the Batman, great film. Ch- well, the Chaplains kind of go around behaving like the Batman. And they something are like we, the Batman. They're like the Red Frog. Are they associated with the Red Frogs? They're, they're, both Red Frogs and Chaplains are Anglican. Like you oh. have to be a, a person of faith okay. to do... Fucking red frog. Yeah, someone, someone's someone's oh. booing for being able to divorce. Okay, Catholic. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> Good thing we're not in Belfast. Oh, sectarian lines. The red frogs, honestly, they're like, oh no, this kid's had five pills and they're choking on their own vomit. Better get some pancakes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maple syrup now. Yeah, it's like, oh man, I, I hate it when you see kids king hit in the gutter and they're they're hungry. That's that's their biggest problem. I, I found out that my friend's been king hit. He's bleeding. You know, and he's missing a little bit of sugar. <laughs> a little bit of a red frog. Hence the name. What do you think? I did find out the Wait. most amazing thing about red frogs, Henry, a little while ago. I probably mentioned this on the show before, but there was a real crisis once. I think a former red frog 
like donated their shirt to Lifeline or something. And it was a massive problem because apparently if a red frog, if any red frog in all of Australia loses their shirt, they have to shut down the entire program because they're like, oh, it's kind of weird if anyone not wearing a red frog shirt is like, oh, that 16-year-old girl can barely stand. I'll give her a shower. Like, there's, there's like, there's an implicit trust to the red frog polo. But also, for mine, that kind of rates them a little bit highly. Like, I don't see the red frog polo and go like, oh, Batman's here, you know. The Batman. The very last Burger. thing I will say about red frogs. When I was at schoolies, and I might have told this on the show, there was this red frog called Simo, who was an absolute... Oh. Fucking lunatic. I, and I he, hate the red frogs who, like, this is their schoolies. Yeah, like, he was, they're trying to have fun too. He was sort of trying to be part of it. And he <laughs> came into our room and was like, you know, guys, I'm not a real red frog. I'm sort of part of the crew. And we were like, okay, well, we have these clippers. And because we all went to, don't know if we've said this on the show before, Terrace, we were like, we were like what we're going to do is shave the letter T into the back of our heads. And he's like, fuck yeah, boys. I'm not a normal red frog. I'll absolutely get around it. I'm a cool red so frog. So we're like, well, Simo, being a man of God, you go first. So we shaved the letter T into Simo's head, and then we're like, cool, man. And he's like, all right, who's going next? We're like, fucking no one, you idiot. <laughs> and then we kicked him out of the room. Got him. Um, righto, Wikipedia. Um, Chinatown Mall. Ch- Ch- Careful. The thing about... In 1999, residents' complaints about neighbouring clubs' live music threatened the closure of the Empire Hotel and the Press Club, two established venues. Musicians and their fans resulted, uh, no, revolted through the Save the Music campaign and 20,000 signatures later petitioned Brisbane City Council and the Queensland Government to uh, address the emerging problem. So there was basically when the valley got kicking in 99 and fans were being told to be quiet, all the musos came together... Um, and presumably trying to answer an email, and <laughs> then, <laughs> and they made the Save the Music campaign, and I bet none of them were annoying. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of reassuring to know that musicians have been making failed petitions uh, <laughs> for at least 22 years. Before and after yeah, they were yeah, in Powderfinger. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's just, there's one more thing here I want to mention about that, yeah, where it says, yeah. and then, the and new then, rule required new residential and accommodation development construction to achieve a minimum noise reduction of 25 decibels in the 63 hertz frequency band. Something we're all easily aware of on a night out that we can get like, guys, guys, oh, I think we've slipped into the 64 hertz frequency band. We better keep it down a little bit. All I'll say, the last thing I'll say about Wikipedia is I actually think if you're going to go a band name, you could do worse than the 63 hertz frequency band. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Um, and they're on later tonight. Uh, <laughs> folks, what do you reckon we go into a thing that we are prone to calling contemporary Fortitude Valley? Should we fast forward? Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. Now, the way we're going to start this is something we do on the show as an organising mechanism because this suburb has a lot to say, obviously, so we want to try and pump through some stuff quickly. So we're going to do some fuck, marry, kills. We're we're not going to rehash this debate, but is there anyone in the audience who agrees with my definition of fuck, marry, kill? Just a reminder, no, he fine. thinks the one that you marry, you never get to fuck. Yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a sexless marriage. Because then, 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 all I'll say is under your version, it's kill, fuck, and fuck a lot. Hell yeah. There's a <laughs> sounds like we're going to do... Sounds like my weekend, Mark. We're going to do some FMKs. We're going to start 
We're going to start with a couple of clubs, hey? You know, we all, all go right. out, we all party, we all drink, we're all adults. Okay, so we have to fuck, marry, kill out of these clubs. Ricks, Retros and Prohibition. So, Hen, what I think we should say, you and I should give our opinion and then we'll just briefly address why. I'm hearing, I'm hearing some conversations. I want to hear, ladies and gentlemen, is there, is there a consensus option... I'm not interested in your fucking. I'm not interested in your penis or your wedding <laughs> ring. Is there a consensus kill option? I think we're killing prohibition. Yeah, that, I that's what I had. I, we're killing prohibition. We're killing it. We're killing it. Because it's the only club. It's the only club that kind of seems like it might kill you as well. Prohibition's a bit scary. It's the Great Gatsby with sexual harassment. I, mean, I guess, but so it's the Great Gatsby. I also went to Prohibition once and I was close to the stage and it was so loud that for two days afterwards my ear was leaking fluid. I know that's really gross, but if someone did that to you, you'd want to kill them, hey? Mm. We're killing Prohibition. Uh, Henry, for mine, I'm going to marry retros. I like it. I like 80s music. The one downside in this marriage is Retro's DJs must have something in their contract where it's like you get killed if you play more than 30 seconds of a song. Mm. Like, they've all got crippling ADHD and you hear like, Nada gotta cut foot loose, Africa. Like, oh, it yeah. just goes so I don't, I don't think I could be in a happy marriage with like, In my head, you know summer loving, have me a blast. It's too chaotic of it's a marriage. Too much. But, but I'd love to fuck it. But it would be good... If you wanted to have a DJ called ADHDJ. Very there's fun. A, there's an idea for any HD, uh, ADHD goes. sufferers in the audience. Folks, um, I'm, I think the consensus for me... All right, well, if we're, we're marrying retros... We're then, marrying retros. And we're going to so. fuck Ricks because you get a sausage at the end. Yeah, um, we're fucking Ricks. All right, food? now we're going to go food. Yeah, so we're talking late night snacks. We're not talking Happy Boy or Long Time or... Ling Lings or whatever. Not Ling... We're not definitely not talking <laughs> Ling Lings. We're not talking about fucking that. Uh, so, the HSP... Mc halal, halal snack McDonald's pack. or New York Slice? Mm. What, what do we want to kill? Mm -hmm. uh, this, this is what it Wow, would it you know the last person who wanted to kill something from New York that badly? Osama Bin Laden. <laughs> Mate. Mm. Buddy. Never forget. $9.11 for a slice of pizza. It's not a bloody coincidence. I'm getting a real feeling, Henry, of what it would have been like to be in medieval times when they're like, we have a thief and, like, another criminal, vote on who you want to see hung. <laughs> I was scared for a moment there when you were all screaming, New York Slice, kill that <laughs> cunt! Like, ah. I'm um, gonna yeah, kill we're clearly killing New York Slice. I ordered it once, ate it a minute later, and it was cold. But it was hot when I got it. They must have some sort of And it's not enough. It's a, by very definition, it's a single slice of pizza. When I've had a night in the valley, one slice of pizza is not doing the job. I need an entire cow and like a litre of garlic. Yep. Now, on a potato farm. Now, I think I, think I know who we're going to fuck. Oh, we know who we're fucking. The halal snack pack. We're fucking the halal snack yeah, pack. Yeah, we're fucking the halal snack pack, yeah. If you, if you have a halal snack pack every night... Particularly if you have the extra large one, like Toby McNamee did that one time. You're going to look kind of rough. You're going to feel kind of rough. But if you're fucking something, if it's one night, one night only, mm. give me garlic. Give me sweet chilli. Like the most other one. sex, you regret What's it the, the next one? day, but you Barbecue, still can. Yeah. 
Uh, and the, so I guess that means we are marrying McDonald's. Yeah. We haven't seen Super Size Me. We're just marrying Maccas without thinking about it. I loved, I lo- side note on Super Size Me, I love the concept of that film where the guy's like, mm. this documentary, I'm going to eat McDonald's for every meal of the day for 30 days and I bet I'll be unhealthy. And then McDonald's response was just like, yeah, don't yeah, do that. <laughs> it's like being like, I'm going to cut off every one of my toes for 10 days and at the end I'm going to have no toes. It's like, yeah, absolutely. Sure, mate. <laughs> No, I'm disputing it. All right, now the final, the final fuck Mary kill. This might be for not for everyone, but it's <laughs> Valley icons. So these are people from the Valley who we think stick out as characters. And we'll say a caveat for this: Henry is really quite old. So my young brethren in the room, sympathy to you if you don't know what some of these people are, because I don't know either. Okay, so the first Valley icon, he was a singer at the Flying Cock, Birdman Randy. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of love for Birdman. Even that's a little old, Henry. I Thank mean, you to on. our TRICARE residents for uh, <laughs> tonight. Uh, then we have Howie the security guard, who used to All right, be... Oh, no, no. C- anyone give me a yell if you've ever heard of Howie the security guard? <laughs> Please yell. You have no <laughs> idea what he's like to deal with when he's correct. <laughs> <laughs> you old man. Caitlin knows who he is. Of course, Thurston. And then the third one is Damien Griffiths, the guy who made (laughs) Donut Time, uh, Alfred and Constance, Lay Bubbles. So sort of a restaurateur. Is it sort of like, like, I actually think if Brisbane had a Donald Trump type character, it's like Damien Griffiths. They're just a string of failed businesses. Did anyone ever go to Donut Time and have... You have one Snickers milkshake, you're in a coma for like a couple of years. It's like it's a woolly fucked. cinnamon donut with an entire packet of Tim Tams on top of it. And that's and that's lunch. It's like $14 before inflation. If you're hot, that's what you eat now. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, we got Birdman Randy, we got Howie, who's nobody heard of, and Damien Griffiths. Um, I think we should kill Howie, because you're not even going to worry about it. It's like yeah. killing, you know, like... It's like killing someone you've never met. You it's remember fine. him? Oh, yeah, okay. No, no, marry Griffiths for the money, Dan. Come on, Dan, be a house husband. (laughs) I want to marry Birdman Randy, the singer from The Flying Cock. He was very sexy. All right, all right. And when we say our vows at the wedding, we could say it like that. Uh, 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 thank you. He used to cover that song. All right. Well, well, there's a bit of division there, but let's... Let's marry Birdman Randy, let's kill Damien Griffiths and we'll fuck Howie. Now, we've spoken about clubs a little bit here and obviously a lot of us know that as what the Valley is. So, they're not all around anymore. So, what we want to do is a... In memoriam, we're going to remember the fallen. And for this, we'd like to invite on stage our very good friend, Nelson, from the Mangroves. Yeah, Uh, Nelson! Nelson is going to come Ladies and gentlemen, give me a bit of Nelson! And whoever likes Nelson the most and cheers the most, he'll throw you a free mangrove stubby cooler. There you go, there you go, whoa. Take it away, Nell. In memoriam. Flying cock. The club that was like a private school dance with far less sex. And harder to get a drink. Lemur's Lounge. Again, I've never heard of it, but all I wrote, because I was reminded of Madagascar, was I like to move it, move it. Alumbra. The club that was easier for kids to get into than a priest's pants. What a, what a Catholic priest molestation jokes, Henry. So you want to tell us? Or, uh... Got a niche. But the final one, Henry, it's not, oh, goodbye. 
But it is all goodbye to this place because it's oh hello. Oh hello, folks. Oh hello, a place that, while it was very much a fun hangout, it is known maybe for its fraudulent business practices. Not so much a joke, but my mate Joel DJed there and didn't get paid. Uh, they almost had to go to QCAT. Genuinely serious, uh, dodgy stuff from them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep. Bloody, bloody DJs, mate. They need to be paid. Pay the DJs. Yeah, that's wick, us. Wick, wicked, wicked workers' compensation. Right. Uh, uh, Nelson, a, that's a, all we a need Vici, from you. more like a, a pay me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Nelson. Who wants it? Who wants it? Nelson! Oh, it's like, it's like Buddy Franklin's thousandth goal that all of a sudden everyone in Sydney cared about, as if. All right, All folks, right. Uh, we're, we're, we're sort of running out of time here and there's a lot to get in. So we're going to tell you about our favourite pieces of Fortitude Valley architecture. Number one, the beat. How, how did they fit eight dance floors into a small block? Uh, has anyone ever not gotten lost at the beat? It's completely out of hand. Both physically and uh, mentally as well. Mm -hmm. and, and, and your sexuality tends you to wander too. You start to ask too. some yeah, questions. Yeah. Such a good-looking guy. Joe uh, and I, as is known, we were at the beat and also Fluffy's, another great piece of architecture in the valley. Yeah, yeah Fluffy's. We, we went to Fluffy's, uh, you know, thinking we're going to have a great night here, great drag bill. Uh, we're not going to get criticised for what we're wearing. Uh, and then we had this lovely lady come up to us and say, I love your outfit, boys. You're dressed as a parody of straight people. Like, she came up and laughed and said, that is so good. You are the perfect parody of what, like, a straight guy would wear to this. And we're like, oh, so sorry. I was like, oh, I'm wearing a furfy shirt. That and, seems to be the problem. And a furfy snapback that we'd won that night. So, fair enough. It was uh, cool. Another great piece of architecture. Ladies and gentlemen, it's probably the Brisbane landmark. Can I, can I hear you give it up for the story, Bridge? I mean, come on. You know, I, I love the Story Bridge. Now, the tough thing about the Story Bridge climb is, is I found out Story Bridge climb is really expensive. I think it's about $150. And not only do they take your money, they make you wear the ugliest fucking outfit when you're going up it. Have you guys seen it? It's like this sort of grey and blue, like, All Hallows jacket look to it, I mean. Oh. Oh. You lost the All Hallows the crowd there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I've never done the Story Bridge climb myself, but no, I you do. Couldn't pay me enough. I've seen the Teletubbies climbing up it at dusk. Uh, the only other one you wanted to mention was the Tivoli, Joe. Yeah, see, you know, Arnie, Arnie Donner are playing tonight at the Tivoli, and, and you know, we're, they're colleagues of ours in contemporaries. Comedy. But contemporaries. The, the Tivoli do this really interesting thing, like architecturally. It's, it's like, bear with me. It's really fascinating to see. It's a really unique design. It's been around since the 90s. They let people sit down during a comedy show. Mm. It's unheard of. As we it's do. Really, it's the first thing I've ever seen. Now, as we, we'll pump on, folks, and we, we want you to start thinking of, uh, because when we get to the end, we're going to put together a little bit of an anthem. So just amongst yourself, start thinking about your favourite memories of the Valley and where they yeah. happened. So just start ruminating on that. But before we get there, we wanted to point out that there's the valley, and then there's Fortitude Valley, and there's a big difference. So we're going to run through a couple of places that are strictly in the suburb limits of Fortitude Valley, but I want you to yell out whether or not you think it's the valley or it's Fortitude Valley. Uh, uh, La Bubbles. The valley. The valley. Okay, La Bubbles, bit cool. Because, you know what I love about La Bubbles? If you've ever been there, they do unlimited fries. But like any all-you-can-eat place... 
There is a fucking limit. Yeah, it's not really They stop you eventually. Now, this, this one came up a lot, and a lot of you messaged in about this. Big divisive topic, James Street. Now, a lot of people were saying... Yeah. yeah. That's fortitude. Fortitude Valley, that's yeah. That's fortitude, yeah. Now, a lot of people said that James Street is New Farm, but I think that's what it wants you to fucking think. They're like, oh, look at us. We've got a Euros and a weird hotel. Oh, and, la, la. and it's also what New Farm people want you to think. They're like, yeah, I live in New Farm. I got sixes and sevens. I got the Cal Isle. Let's talk blue. about, yeah, sixes and sevens, the fucking, the real estate nose nostril capital of this fucking mm. city. Yeah, I love nose nostrils, man. The nose nostrils. <laughs> uh, but also the other great one, the, and I hate pronouncing it, Cal Isle. Is it the Carlisle or the ca- Carlisle? Wasn't, like, the, like, wasn't Carlisle the dad in Twilight? Yeah, I was going to say Edward's dad. Edward's dad. Yeah. Dad of the Batman. Yeah. Um, folks, yeah, I don't know why the fuck the Carlisle decided for the design of the set of Sex and the City 2. Uh, mm. The Dubai one. Very good. Very tasteful. tasteful Do we form. like the Carlisle? I can't get a vibe from the... the yeah, my only thing, my only thing with it is like, give us one other nice restaurant where you celebrate a mild achievement in Brisbane. Yes. Okay, you know, yeah. Sh- should we skip ahead and ask Yes. a question? Ladies and gentlemen, the Valley is a suburb known for a lot of things, but it's known for a sort of intimacy dance more than anything. And we're about to ask the big question. Henry. Ladies and gentlemen, for the 100th episode, does Fortitude Valley fuck? It sounds like, look, it sounds like it's yes. It sounds like it's yes. We want to talk a little bit about the experience of hooking up and pulling at Fortitude Valley because we're very lucky to have our own sexpert here tonight, Henry Bretz. Sorry, I read that wrong. That's actually sex pest. (laughs) Police. Yeah. You know how I really broke it? Uh, <laughs> you should see the other guy. Folks, let's, let's transport you, because I think my opinion is, is very different based on the night you have there, because it's like, I think of all the suburbs we've ever unpacked on this show, there's never been one where this suburb 100% fucks occasionally, but for the majority of the time, I think this place is, like, fuck-resistant for the majority yeah, of people. But, so but we, we want to put you inside the shoes. If you're going out to the valley, you're looking to make a connection. You're oh yeah. looking to meet someone long-term. You know, you lock eyes across a crowded dance floor and, and you think, hey, we could, uh, we could really have a shot here tonight. Yeah. So basically, we're, we're going there. If we just transport ourselves along, you're on the dance floor, you're looking for love, beautiful music is playing. Don't want no... So you're moving along. The guy in the blue shirt that you come forward just shows. He wants to come forward. There we go. So just, what's your name? James. All right, James. You're in the valley and you like pretend you're trying to. You've spotted someone who you like. They're just over there. Show us how you walk towards them. Just clear the. James, clear a clear a little runway for James. Come on. And everyone's How would you around. How would you approach that beautiful lady wearing the exact same mangrove shirt? Oh yeah, the lights are on. Look at that. How do you walk? Walk and get with that guy. Yeah, you're doing those in between his elbows. I love that. You don't get this on stuff you should know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, All right. now grab. Right, pause. Now, where were you? Where were you? Ha- you went straight for the terrace school dance style. Go up behind. Now, what I think you should do 
You do what we all knew happened at a dance. You're the friend and you're giving the yes or the no from over the shoulder. My friend, is it a yes or a no? He thought he did well. It's a yes. yes. It's a yes. yes. It it is funny outsourcing the job of am I on here to one of your friends. Like a really shit video referee like, yeah, we'll take this upstairs. Uh, Folks, I think think while on many, many cases you go out looking for love and it doesn't happen, I think it is hard to argue that the Valley as a vibe does not fuck. So we're going to say it fucks. The Valley fucks. The Valley fucks. Don't want no short dick, man. All right, well, we are almost at the end of Unpacking Fortitude Valley. You guys have been beautiful and rowdy and loose, and I love it. But what we like to do at our live shows is we like to make an anthem for a suburb when we have the opportunity to pull a song together based on our collective experiences. So what we need is if a few people have thought about those memories of the valley, you can come up, you can yell it out. We'd love you to just give it to us. A location where something special happened to you at the valley. Maybe like three or four. What's your name? Rachel. Okay, Rachel, where, where is your location? Uh, the Rick's bathroom. Rick's bathroom. What? <laughs> hey, no, 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 no shaming. Do, do any, as much as you're willing to share... Uh, a tacky bomb, specifically Ooh, like before midnight, bomb. so you can still get shots down. That is so yeah. sick from Rachel. Okay. Tacky bomb Ricks. before midnight. We're in the Rick's backyard. Has anyone else got a memory? doesn't have to be a nightclub. It can be something else in the valley where something beautiful happened. Hello, my friend. What's your name? Zoe Garroway. I'm fucking good. My, good my cousin. College kick-ons at birdies after a ball. College, college kick-ons, kick-ons at birdies, birdies after, after a ball. So you got a tack vomit, Ricks. College kick-ons at birdies. Uh, does anyone have anything else? One more thing. Come one on. One more. One more. On. There's, there's, there's some talking over here. They're pointing. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I slipped over and cracked my head open on Brunswick Street. All right, that's good. All right, folks. This is your anthem of the valley. Well, I guess I thought that love was gonna be a rom-com But I don't remember the scene in Notting Hill when I was having a tack vom And the clock struck midnight and I knew I'd be okay I knew I'd get some shots down today at Rick's yeah, it's full of pricks but you gotta go to Rick's and get in the backyard And by the time you get home with your one night stand, you've had too many pills to get hard. And then you go back out all again. You do that awesome thing where you go home, you recover for an hour, then you go back to the valley. Maybe do a college kick-ons at birdies. Yeah, because you're all a big city girl now. Yeah, you're doing Zumba. Because you're living in college, you think you're cool, but honey, you're still from Toowoomba. And that one weird college person is from Brisbane. They know all the sights and you're like, ah, oh, my parents had a cow when we were growing up. You just had a bitch of a mum. Oh, and I'm walking down Brunswick Street looking for someone to take to bed. Yeah, I know that my legs were open, but oh shit, so's my head. 
I slipped and fell and it was hell And I didn't put a wish in that a wishing well But if I did I would have wished that I didn't fall on Brunswick Street Because I'm bleeding out At the valley everything happens Whether it's good or it's bad You do a tacky bomb, you go to kick-ons, you fall down, you fall in love You run into your dad yeah, it's a place of good times, it's a place of good friends, it's a place of bad sin. But if you crack your head open, if you're at a kick-ons ball, you can always call the chaplain. Thank Ladies you, everyone! Thank you! Thank you! And thank you so, so much for listening to the podcast. We never thought we'd get 100 episodes out. Genuinely means the world. It's the thing we're proudest of of anything. So, like, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Stay around for Go-Go Bumhole and the Mangroves!